do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Do it. Do it. Talk about memes. Talk about girls. Talk about Taco Bell. Talk about everything. Taco Bell. Everything that I want to talk about. Pretty. Freddie Gibbs got an album coming out. Freddie Gibbs. Whoa, you're recording already? Yeah, we're back. Welcome back to the T2D Topics to Discuss podcast, where we talk about Twitter hearts, memes, and how we don't have any more Steven. No more Steven. So, my name's Leon Hitchens, as always, and with me today, as always, I have Ramon. As always, Ramon. I'm right here. Your Twitter handle? Yo, yo, Ramon, underscore. That's it. And mine's at Leon Hitchens. Okay, so... We said it. We've lost Steven. He, he's gone. We tried to keep him, but... Trying to keep Steven, but he got a job at a burger place. Burger King? Burger King. And Steve, or Whataburger. Steven works at Whataburger now. Okay? He's flipping patties. And his life is just better off without us. So we let him be. But we wish him the best. And we'll probably see him on the next one. That's good, though. That's yeah. good. That's good. Okay. So, as I said, we're going to talk about Twitter hearts. We're also going to talk about T-Mobile... FanDuel, maybe a little games, and most importantly, memes. So, I want to talk about the most passionate topic for me. Uh, Twitter. Twitter. So, they changed uh, the heart... I'm sorry. They changed the favorites to hearts. And half Twitter, the the old people that have been on Twitter since like 2011, Mm -hmm. just hate it. They do. I am included. I don't like it. Okay, so so when did you join Twitter? I joined Twitter. The first time I joined Twitter was probably like 2011. Okay. Right when it started. You know, nobody was on it. Yeah, the, the early stages. Everyone yeah. was getting used to it and you stuff. You could tweet what you want to tweet without getting any backlash for it. And, and you would get a lot of people to actually communicate with you yeah. if you if you started getting into it. Yeah, exactly. And I liked it. That's how it was I met easier to friends. talk to people. Talk to celebrities and stuff, too. Celebrities that have just have Twitter, you can mm-hmm. actually talk with them. And they actually respond to you quicker and easier now compared to, you know. So what then, it is compared now. To now. Yeah. It's just like... Shouting at a wall. Yeah, now I'm just shouting at a big wall. That's it. So, the reason Twitter said they changed uh, heart to hearts is because users didn't understand how to use favorites. Yeah? But, I mean, but we were doing it. Well, yeah, but wh- <laughs> why did you use favorites? Uh, sub- exactly, it was like exactly. a subliminal, like, you know, favorite. It was like, I like it, but I don't want to retweeted on my thing I don't want I don't want people to see that I like it but like I favor I favored it because I like it but I don't like it enough to display it to the world okay okay That's what so I used it as like as that like a a mix like okay I acknowledge your tweet but I don't care to respond because it's probably a crappy ass tweet yeah and the other option was also hey that's a that's a news article I don't have enough time to read it well, let me favorite that and get back yeah. to it even though I never yeah, paid that attention too. yeah so now They've linked this emotion to it, a heart. You like it. You literally like you the tweet. You like it, yeah. And, and there's tweets like Donald Trump's tweets. I don't, I don't want to like his tweets. I don't but like sometimes tweets. they're so funny. I just, it's, I have to show that I've, I've read it. 
Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Right. But I don't know if I want to actually like it. I, I, I just don't feel comfortable liking another man's sweets. It's not... I mean, liking is cool, but hearting it. You have to... Literally, if a man says, you know, I could really go for for uh, going to the gym, trying to get big or something. <laughs> and if I put a heart, if I heart that, you know how I don't like men. You <laughs> it, know? Gets, it gets a little weird. It gets yeah, a little yeah. weird. And, and it could give off the mixed emotion to, to women, to too. Women too. It, could, they, it they, could come up a little sexual, mm-hmm. a little flirty. And, and it's more like Facebook now. Where yeah. Facebook, I don't and like really, a lot of things because it, I yeah. do that. Definitely like Facebook. But it's linking that emotion, and emotion to that is just, it's so, I don't know what to do yeah, now. Man. Yeah, it's hard. Like, now, now you're, you have to, you really have to put that, uh, what do you call it? You gotta, you gotta put a breakup before you, uh, you really gotta stop and think before you like something now. Yeah, on Twitter. It was, before it was just, my favorite it. Was just, yeah. Okay, okay, let me go. I have like 17,000 favorites. I don't even know what I did. Um, yeah. But now it's like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, I favorite something, and I'll unfavorite, I mean, unhearted. Party. Yeah. But they're called likes. They're not hearts. Yeah. Which I hate second off is that they're calling like, them likes. Yeah. They're too much like favorites. Yeah. They should they should call them likes, but just keep them as stars. If they want to call them likes, call them likes, but keep them as stars. I, I think the heart thing is a little... So Twitter has come out and said that there <coughs> is a 6% increase of engagement. People are liking things 6% more than their favorites. I think it's because a lot of people use Twitter to talk to... The opposite sex, and I, I honestly think it, it looks a little more flirty, mm-hmm. and I think it might work just because of that. That's also, why the engagement. also the normals like not me where I'm just like brands and yeah, media yeah. And, and they're my they're business articles, connections. Yeah, these are people that are like that are just on there to follow celebrities, follow maybe breaking news and um, their friends. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand favorite because they didn't really favorite things on their browser. That's how I connected it. You favorited a website on your browser. You kept yeah. it as something you would often look at. Look at later, yeah. Now, the same way on Twitter. Before, you would just favorite it. It's something you, you like to look at, but you didn't specifically say that this is my favorite thing ever. Right. Now, it's like, I love it. I yeah. like it. If I, if, I, if I like it. Then you know I I put a heart I put in, like you said I put an emotion around mm-hmm. it and it's really not that serious. So, so the backstory of Twitter. Do you, do you know any of it? No. Okay. So backstory of Twitter. When when I first joined, I, I had an account way before my Leon Hitchens account. Mm-hmm. When they first first started, I forget what year it was. Twenty ten maybe. Oh nine. Oh nine. Mm-hmm. I, I did have one. I started up, and the people that created all the features like your retweets, your your. Uh, your at replies and all that, mm-hmm. those were the users that created all that stuff. Oh, cool. So you're the users were the developers and the people that were like techie that were creating this stuff. Mm-hmm. And and that user base right now hates this change. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Because they're the ones who gave all this to the company and mm-hmm. they're changing something so integral to the actual site yeah. that it's, it's, it's changing how Twitter actually is. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, if if you start if you started it like that, and and it's already is so much more, it's it's already thriving to me more than any other social media, you know, net, uh, not let. And so you're changing it now. You're making it like Facebook and like an Instagram, mm, you know. Well, yeah, but it's also like you got to think. Um, they have Vine, so Twitter owns Vine. Twitter owns Periscope. Yeah. Periscope was the first appearance of Hearts. 
because you could you periscope you were live streaming you and people could tap, tap your your screen as much as they wanted mm -hmm. and they pop apart oh but instagram instagram always had hearts yeah so they, they had hearts and uh vine vine always had uh what was it smiley faces smiley faces but now they're hearts too oh it's all integrated now so the only place that i know that has stars left which youtube used to have stars too yeah, way back in the day, yeah. remember that? Mm. The only place that has stars left is uh, iTunes. Yeah, but it's ratings. Yes, but <laughs> but you could like it. On, on that note, though, uh, I'm gonna sidetrack myself real quick. If you if you want uh, favorites back, rate us five stars on um, on iTunes and tell us why you want favorites back. <laughs> yeah, let let us know what what you think about it and why you want it back. Yes. And it helps us too, but but also it uh, it lets us give us some feedback in a way that we can actually communicate with you guys. So it's nice. It works. So the other thing um, I wanted to talk about was uh, T-Mobile. T-Mobile. It's the uncarrier initiative to be like no other carrier, not like Verizon, AT and T. You know how they're 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 crappy. Yeah. They suck. Mm -hmm. It's just impossible to deal with them. Right. But T-Mobile's actually uh, shout out to AT and T because I have AT and T. <laughs> <laughs> I have T-Mobile, so it's it, it's different. They're trying to be different, and um, they had music freedom, which was uh, if you streamed uh, Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Music, or any of those big players, you didn't go against your data usage. Mm -hmm. It was cool, right? Yeah. Now, you you got to use more music and not have to worry about what was going on in your, your data. data and everything. Yeah. Now they introduced that with video, Hulu, Netflix, uh, Sling TV, not YouTube yet, which mm. is a major disappointment to me. But this, all those video streaming services, which there's about a dozen, it doesn't go to your data usage. So yeah. it, it's it's kind of making T-Mobile more appealing to the people that travel or have kids at the grocery store that need to watch a Netflix video to keep them entertained. Or, yeah. Or they're out on the bow and trying to keep themselves entertained. Yeah. So it's 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 different. I like that though. That's interesting. And uh, and save a lot, save people a lot of money. Just like you said, people that go over in their data and stuff uh -huh. like that over over little things like oh I, I like to watch YouTube. Well, I really want to watch this YouTube video. While I'm at the gym, you know. But you know, there's no Wi-Fi. Yeah. You know. So T-Mobile would be able to. And it's interesting that you jump straight to YouTube because. YouTube's not included in this. Oh, it's not. It's not. So that means uh, YouTube's going to be against your data usage. Mm. T-Mobile says they're ironing out some some kinks and stuff, but they're uh, they still don't have them. And I think YouTube would be the major player in there. And I don't know yeah. if it's YouTube that has like some hesitation on it. SoundCloud, the big one. See, I don't know if SoundCloud goes onto the music freedom part or to the video streaming part. I don't know if. If SoundCloud got onto the the music freedom, they may be in music freedom. I'm mm -hmm. not positive on that part. Mm -hmm. But T-Mobile, the CEO John Ledger, also said um, that he would even think about letting porn in. Yeah, yeah, yes. Whoa. Yeah, so so I need T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get that YouTube Red and watch some of that, and then uh, the Red Tube and uh. YouTube Red, yes, not Red Two. Oh, a different service. I don't know why you're paying for that one. Don't pay it. I, I don't judge you. Don't <laughs> don't pay it. But um, my dad pays it. But that's a different story. 
<laughs> so, um, uh, man, you threw me off track there. Oh, so, so, so it's a big difference, like. But the apps, Instagram, Face, Twitter apps, those would be. They're still to your data. So what does not go on my data? Okay, so if you're watching Netflix, that doesn't go to your data. Or if you're streaming Apple Music, it doesn't go to your data. So that two gig of, of data that you get, uh, that's the other thing too. They're they're increasing the data limits. So instead of one gigabyte and like three gigabytes and like five gigabytes or whatever it is, I forget the actual allotments. Yeah. You now get um, you get uh, two and six and like ten or something now. Oh damn. So it's higher. Oh, for the same price. More price. For the now. same price. Same, same price. price. Same price. Same price. So that means your AT and T that you're probably paying like a hundred bucks for like two gigs or something pretty accurate pretty much and you can switch over to T-Mobile they'll pay off your bill they'll give you a new phone for like 91 bucks a month mm-hmm. you get two or three gigs of data and you can stream Netflix and uh, Spotify unlimited amount Jeez. no problem wow and after that 4G data you, you can actually get 2G data which is crap and you're not going to be able to do anything with it but you still have data yeah so but still that's why it's unlimited in some senses. God, I mean, so it makes you want to switch. That's why I switched. Yeah, I went I to Team Mobile. It saved. It went from like I was at Sprint, and then I went to Team Mobile. And Team Mobile's actually been pleasantly like uh, enjoyable. Like almost to where I get service in San Antonio. It's it's good. Everything's going well. Their customer service is great, mm-hmm. and I love all that stuff. And is there is their service good as far as as far as like you know getting getting reception so you can't compare it to Verizon or AT&T they're all on different levels those right. are the two top two top dogs one. yeah T-Mobile's kind of like um, catching up and they're mm-hmm. doing well but at the same time if you supplement it with your like apartment Wi-Fi mm-hmm. you'll get signal almost everywhere yeah and, and it's a great service That's interesting man yeah I think I would switch just for that it's it's good, right? So, before we jump to the next topic, I have an ad. Okay. Go ahead. So I'll, I'll do a little. I'll make a little like jingle noise or something. Like have money rain down on us. Perfect. Uh-huh. Like. Whoosh. Okay. And an ad will start. Okay. okay. Yes. So, so the ad is um it's Ninjality. Ninjality is a close knit team of uh, two developers actually, and they make the the internet a more social place. So what they do, they develop your website, your social presence, and Everything kind of in between. They they help develop your business by making it more social and creating it for the platforms that are more relevant to today. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. So they they use the most up to date technology like coding languages like HTML five and all that to make sure that your your business and your experience for your customers is the top notch experience. Yeah. I use them for digital bounds, mm-hmm. and they're also the ones that are going to be creating an app for us. And I, I've always had a great experience with them because at first they were business partners, but they've become friends more than that friends because they're there for you. If something happens to the site, they're there and making sure that everything's working and updating it and cool. making it all nice and neat for you. And, and what's even better is they're, they're cheaper and, and a better value than like those big development firms that you go to like, yeah. Hey, I want an iPhone app. Oh, that's two grand. These guys actually do it. A little more reasonably and do much better job in my opinion take care of you mm-hmm so shout out to ninja ninjality ninjality they're the ninjas of coding 
you can check them out at ninjality.com and uh, just tell them that Digital Bound sent you the T2D podcast. All right, so this is where the money rains back down. Okay, no, it actually goes back up. Are you editing it? It goes back up. Are we editing this part? Are you just talking? No, no, no. This is this all part of the podcast. It's all part of the podcast. Son of a gun. And how about the, uh, can I do the third one? We're going to do it in a little bit. Oh. Okay. I'm excited. We're going to another one. A little bit zealous. Okay. So, let's talk about fantasy sports. Fantasy sports. I don't do fantasy sports, but I know a lot of friends that do. So, um, this topic would be very interesting to y'all guys, I think. Yes, because uh, you have FanDuel, and um, what's the other one? I forget the name already. FanDuel is the biggest one right now. That's actually yes, really FanDuel popular right now. DraftKings. Here yeah, we go. yeah, yeah, DraftKings too. They're the two big players, and uh, what, what would you say? A game of skill or luck? Luck. 100% luck. Yeah, because, you know, it's not a... It's... If you watch sports mentally, like you already know who's good, who's gonna do well, who's gonna play. Mm-hmm. You should know these things. Yeah. And uh, and and when it comes to, it, it comes to luck because if someone gets hurt, you know what 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 skill do you have that can prevent someone from getting hurt? That is true. You know. But at the same time, you got to get that QB to uh, to run the most or throw the most passes, that uh, wide receiver to catch the most passes, right. and. Uh, but it's but it's all luck. It's all luck on the on the um, betters part. So that's where. These two companies are getting caught up now. Mm-hmm. You've seen their ads on YouTube, on NFL, on NBA. They're everywhere, right? Yep. Everywhere. And, and they've come to be like almost annoying. I hate them. I now. see them on the internet, Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. everything. You, it's oversaturated. You hate it almost. Yeah, almost but, hate it. But I think that strategy almost helped them. And, and I'll talk about that more in a second. So they uh, they recently had an injunction from uh, the Attorney General of New York the state to say that their users can no longer place bets in that state in New York in New York yeah. the state okay the state the big state not just the city but the state, state. and that, that's a huge thing because Nevada's already started regulation upon them because they are a, a gambling site mm-hmm. and the site specifically says that they're uh, not a gambling site they're not yeah they're not a yeah thing. so what are they an investment site? They're are they gambling. like J.P. Morgan site? They're a gambling, they're a gambling site. They're, they are a gambling <laughs> site. A gambling site. But, but they're not. That's what yeah. they're saying. Mm. It's it's the same thing as like online poker. Remember like poker became big for a little yeah. while? Yeah. Everybody wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And then they went online. Yeah. And they kind of like stayed in this quasi like legal area. Yeah. Now that's what FanDuel's trying to do. So it's not illegal. It's not illegal right now. Because right. it's a game of skill. In their case, it's a game of skill. Mm-hmm. It's not about just betting. Yeah. It's not about luck. It's not it's about, about, it's not about making. It's not. It's not. It's not a Vegas trip. Yeah, because you got to make sure that your lineup of people are are actually uh, going to be able to like get you with that. Yeah, it's like it's. Uh, I guess it is like a game, skillful game. And they if they've done it for for years. You've done the company like your your company has like a a pool of money you put in, and you're able to actually. Um, Win some money, and it's always been like lo- local. You do it with your bosses and your coworkers, but do now what? it's on a huge scale. Do what? <laughs> <laughs> you do it with your boss and your coworkers. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you'd always do that. You'd yeah. always gamble with them and stuff. You put in twenty bucks, and maybe you win and you get two hundred bucks or something. Bucks at the end of the week. Now away. you can put in twenty bucks and you can win a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And and 
there's been rumors of insider trading where uh, employees of like FanDuel go and bet on uh, DraftKings because mm-hmm. they have all the data of who's betting on what, mm-hmm. and they go to the other side and do it. Oh, wow. So, so this has really like brought some light on them. Yeah. But at the same time, they're also over here advertising so much that it's such in the public eye that there's such a good perception that the NFL, the NBA, and like MLB have all kind of almost teamed up with them. The Staples Center has a, uh, I believe it's a FanDuel lounge. Shout out to the Lakers at the <laughs> Staples Center. I, I'm almost positive. I know it's a Staples Center, but it's either a DraftKings or I think it's a FanDuel lounge. Yeah. Where you have like 40-inch TVs and there's like 20 of them. You can bet. Everybody's on the computer. Everybody's on the laptops. Well, on the and they give you tablets. service books. Yeah. So you can sit there and, and bet on your on your. Oh, your that's crazy. Thing. And it's almost endorsed by the NBA. Pretty so much, yeah. If U.S. regulators start to like poke and prod, is like the NFL going to be like, "Whoa, this is like an integral part of our users' experience yeah. and our fans' experience to the right. site." Exactly. That's awkward. Well, <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. Y'all should. Y'all should. Back to uh, rating us and talking to us. Let us know what you think about the FanDuel situation. And if you if you think that they should still be able to uh, actually be in the uh, in the United States legal, leave us five stars and then tell us in the comments down below that or whatever, wherever you wherever, wherever do, it is. Do you, you even want to tweet us? We'd love to hear what you think about it because uh, it, it's something that's a little new to Ramon, but also something that I've kind of like actively followed because I've uh, I've uh, invested money in FanDuel. Oh, okay. I, don't, I believe it's DraftKings actually. DraftKings, yeah, and I know a lot of y'all, a lot of people do. I have a lot of friends that do it. So if y'all want to reach out to me and tell me what y'all think about that, it I'm m- all ears. And it might it might be illegal one day. Yeah, exactly. So if it was illegal, would you guys still try to do it? Because there's other online betting sites that do there it, is. but they're all overseas. Yeah, that's a different ball game. Literally, they play cricket over there. They play cricket over there. <laughs> okay, so moving <laughs> on. Um, you want to talk about little games? Let's glaze over them. Let's talk about some games. Okay, let's glaze over the 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 donuts. I mean, uh, games. Oh, Krispy Kremes. Nah, I'm more of a Dunkin' Donuts fan, dude. We'll go after this. Don't get my hopes up. We're going after this. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're definitely going now. Um, so you got Fallout 4, Black Ops 3, uh, Battlefront, and like Tomb Raider. It's the greatest time to own a gaming console right now. Yeah, man. Do you play games? I don't. But what? I have a lot of friends, again, that play games religiously. And I know that a lot of people have been buying these games. And they've been waiting for these games to come out. And it's probably, the, like Leon said, it's the best time to own a game console right now. And I think... It, if you don't own one, or if you own like a last generation one, this Christmas, you're gonna get the best freaking deals ever. Oh yeah. Like you're gonna have Xboxes with like two or three games for three hundred dollars. Like Best Buy supposedly deal. has a deal where you can buy an HD TV. Mm-hmm. I think it's a thirty-two inch. Yeah. And get an Xbox One. Yeah. For five hundred dollars. Like oh my god! And I think it, it comes with a game too. I think it's bundled with the game. Oh man. Like, that is a solid deal right there. That's, that is. You're saving a lot of money with that. A huge amount, you get a new TV, even if you need even a new TV. Even if you don't need a TV, you just put the TV in the kitchen, man, like everybody else. I don't have a TV in my kitchen. 
Okay, we gotta buy a TV. Let's go we buy this buy right now. TV. We're going to Best Buy after this too. So you have Fallout Four, which is the uh, next iteration of the Fallout Fallout Three. You have Fallout New Vegas and all that, and it's a storyline. It's post-apocalypse uh, world. It was like a different storyline of a different reality. If 1950, the war did actually break out in a futuristic, mm-hmm. this is what it would be in the future. Yeah. And it's a really interesting game. I have it, and uh, it's something I kind of I, I really like these dystopian novels, movies, and games. I'm not a uh, like I said, I'm not a big video game guy, but do they have um is is this particular game is it like a role playing game or is it more of a um, an adventure game? Or it's it... more of a a first person uh, role play f- shooter game almost. Where yeah. you, you it's kind of like Skyrim. Do you know Skyrim? Yep. Yes, it's almost like Skyrim, where you kind of like go through your missions and everything. Mm -hmm. And there's a few glitches, and there's a few things that I've found and stuff. But overall, it's a solid game so far. It's like something that you really should check out if you've ever played Fallout, and if you ever haven't been able to uh, been able to play Fallout, it's a great time to jump in because the story starts before the bombs go off in this post-apocalypse like world. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting game to kind of play, and it's got a great storyline. I gotta check this game out. So, the other game is Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3. Yep. Which is a... Uh, Human like, Revolution. Yes. So, yeah. it's, it's like the next, like, Call of Duty game. Like, it's just... It's just the next game. Like, there's nothing special to it. Um, have you played it yet? I've played it? it, but... It's not coming out? It's, not, it's, not, it's out? It's already it's out. out. It's already okay, out. It's, out. it's been like a week out. Okay. But it's not that great of a game. Like, it's... It's the same game as Call of Duty has always been. So you're just getting if you want if you got tired of the second one, the third one's out pretty much. Well, this is like the um, seventh or eighth one actually. Well, so you get Call of Duty one. Well, two, three, I mean five. the Black Ops. If you're tired of the second yes. Black Ops, it's third. Okay. Yes. And it takes place in 2065. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes, yeah, so you have that, and it's more of that dystopian world. You kind of have like exosuits and stuff. You can walk on wall, run on walls. Like mm-hmm. use little jets to boost up, and you have guns and stuff. It's it's gonna make them money, and it's gonna be a cool game and stuff. And of course, all the YouTubers are gonna make game plays and let's plays. Yeah. But other than that, it's just it's another iteration of the game. Uh, Black Ops Three's campaign involves directly interfacing with the human mind via direct neural interface for similar results. So, that stuff I've never played the campaign for Call of Duty except on one. Okay. And. It's just because their campaigns suck. They're yeah. terrible stories. They're never that interesting. And and from reading up on it, it does seem like every, a lot of the reviews that I've read have said, um, it's like you know, it's it's, it's just like you said, it's it's just kind of a, like the rest, the second it's, part it's, of it's the next the next, the next generation of what it is. They yeah. need to make a little more money and keep the hype up around the game, so they need to introduce yeah. a new game, new yeah. maps, new guns. You have a cooperative Mr. online supernatural first person shooter. Yep, it's just it's an, F, an FPS. Yeah, but the big game that I'm really excited for and that I think anybody can really get into is a uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Ooh, so I'm excited about Star Wars! I, I'm ready for the movie too. I'm I'm really excited for the movie because I'm kind of nostalgic almost. Yeah, even though I don't remember the movies that well. Yeah. It's been so long, and yes. I, I don't know really where, where I could. Did you see a clip of it? You just like, oh, I remember that movie because they were they're all just they're great. very iconic. They're really good. Yeah, they're great. And they're also in every store. 
all of your Cheerios box and all of your, your, everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. almost like the minions were taking over. Yeah, now it's Star, Star Wars. Wars yeah. They're trying to get you to be Jedi or the the Sith or whatever the heck it is now. Yeah. And uh, I, it, it, the game is like Battlefield. You just kind of you go on a massive map and you gotta escort the ATAT across the map to yeah. like take down shields and stuff. And it's just. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it brings that casual gaming to like the 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 friends that play games religiously. Yeah. So it's more like a so that one's more of an adventure type of, you know, we're going, you know, we, we, there there's a um there's a goal at the end of it. Obviously, so, right? Uh, or is it just like you're going to play you're going to play like mini like, games like you you there's a goal to each like it's just like goal-oriented uh, uh online multiplayer. There's also a campaign, of course, with a storyline, yeah. and it follows closely to the Star Wars movies and stuff. Yeah. But I think that's why it's going to appeal to everyone, because it's like, it's Star Wars. Everyone's going to be able to get into it. Star Wars. I think everybody likes Star Wars. So everyone's going to be able to get into that, and it's going to be an interesting game, nonetheless. It comes out November 17th, and I'll definitely be buying that. So our, our last thing I wanted to talk about was memes. We touched on it last week with Steven. We did talk about some memes. And, and, and what sparked it was um, Drake. Drake. Which, before we start the memes, let's talk about Drake. Do we do we mention him at the beginning of the show? Oh, we didn't mention him at the beginning of the show, but we want to just recap from last week, or from the last episode. Um, you know, Drake's overall intentions of the Hotline Bling video was, you know, to me and to a lot of people was to become a meme. He even said in an interview, like, yep, this is going to be a meme. He knew it was going to be a meme, and he was hoping to get popularity and, and get the world talking about him, social media talking about him, get the plays, get the views. And um, unfortunately, it didn't work out with him because of uh, Apple Music, I believe. Yes, so that, that's my part, the, the techie part. Right. So Apple Music doesn't report their... Uh, their statistics yet to uh, like Billboard and your music studios and all that, which meant uh, his video didn't have statistics. Literally, no one could have watched it, and uh, Billboard would have not known, or everyone could have watched it, and Billboard would have been like, no we, one watched we didn't, it. We didn't get it. We yeah. didn't see the statistics. And the ultimate goal was to be that he never had a number one Billboard, uh, number one single on the Billboard chart, and that was his ploy to do it was the meme. But unfortunately, he is signed to Apple Music. He's a part of Apple Music. So, Billboard did not get the statistics. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it really affected him. It did. That, because memes were all over Twitter, Instagram. In all honesty, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you turned, you saw a Drake meme. Drake meme, yep. And even up till this week. Still, they're still Drake memes. They're going to be going for a while, probably. Because they're great. They are great. They're funny as hell, too. But... What you wanted to mention was um, memes. Do, do they make anybody money? Yeah, you know, because I feel like a lot of these memes are very, they're very funny. Like a lot of them are like so funny, like they're almost like a, like a written joke, like a joke that that, that a comedian could use, or or a writer could use in a sketch, or or a stand up co- comedy, and they're they're so funny, man. And I I don't feel like the people that are doing them are getting any credit more than. A follow on Twitter or a follow on Instagram. Yeah, and you know I just feel like they they this they're, they're funny. I mean people can take these memes literally because they're 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 out there for the world. 
comedians can take these meme jokes and turn it and put them into a set or into a sketch. Yeah. And make and make money off it. So you say that, and, and remember before the the podcast started, I was talking about the the Jew, the Jewish person. Yeah. His name is the Fat Jew. The Fat Jew. Okay. Have you ever heard of him? No. So, so the backstory of the Fat Jew. The Fat Jew has made. I know uh, Fat Joe. You know Fat Joe? No, I don't know Fat Joe. Joe. Lean back. A lean back. Okay. Yes, I do. You know That's Fat him. Joe. That's him. Okay. So the Fat Jew. Uh, Became popular on social media because he was uh, tweeting out jokes and memes that he he said he created. Well, he didn't say he created, but because he was tweeting them out without any credit, mm -hmm. you kind of had the assumption that he uh, he was creating these 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 jokes, these content, these things. Mm. And it came out that like if if you created a, a meme. And, and he found it and then he tweeted out without any credit credit that he created it and people found out that he was doing that he mm -hmm. was stealing jokes mm. and becoming popular because of that Oof. and and that's that's it, the whole thing about memes is memes come out and you don't know where they come you don't from know where they come from and even if you do put your at your, your Instagram name how do I know that's from you originally? yeah because I could have went over that and been like you know what gonna, screw this yeah kid. I'm gonna put my name on that yeah boom and I mean, that that's the biggest problem, man. I don't think people really get any credit for it. Yeah, I mean, they're funny. Like I said, they're funny and they're entertaining. So maybe we're, I'm thinking too much into it, whatever. No one really cares, whatever. But to me, it's just like, these are funny lines that people, you know, I'm, I'm very interested in comedy and I think comedians would, I don't blame the guy for taking them. Yeah. <laughs> for stealing them. It's also funny when people, I don't know if you've seen this, have you ever seen like a friend or someone post on Twitter? Like, it, you could tell, like they post a quote and you could tell they got it from a meme. Yes, but yes, they, yes. They like they, cropped it they out. They cropped it out somewhere and they like, quoted. Like they never quoted. They just put it in. Like like it was. The, it came from their own mouth. But like I swear, I saw that on a Justin Bieber meme. Yeah, you know. But it, it's just um just even if they didn't like copy that meme exactly, they tweeted out. Yeah. Where they literally typed it out. Yeah. There there's like Donald Trump jokes left and right that you, you know that they didn't write that. You didn't write that joke. Yeah. But but they don't credit to anybody and and once it goes down the line so far. It becomes a telephone game. You don't know the original yeah, creator. Exactly. And, and the original creator could be trying to make these jokes in stand up comedy and trying to make a career out of this. Yep. And no one's actually crediting and him. No one's crediting him. Yep, yep, that's a big one, too. It could be that way, too. And, and that's kind of where fat, the fat Jew kind of exploded into like mainstream media and really tech media because it, it kind of intersected with uh, social media. Yeah. and everything and it was it was interesting to see because you, we see memes every day but you don't you don't read into it right exactly you know, they, they just say oh that's funny but you don't think about who came up with that yeah who really came up like, who really came up with that you, you just think oh you know someone someone said that he probably didn't say it he's probably copying it but yeah. but you don't you don't you don't think did he really do that yeah. like but, but I bet you there's someone out there going Oh, I'm gonna make a meme, cause there's meme generators, there's meme like yeah. creators, there's meme like websites. Yeah, it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Now. Tumblr, like <laughs> practically the whole thing of Tumblr. Yeah, a lot of people were to start it. It's Tumblr anyway. Tumblr and then Reddit. Reddit's a big one. Reddit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it gets separated into little parts and pieces, and then it all gets in and thrown back out. Yeah. And then you go, holy crap, where did that come from? Yeah. And it could be the funniest thing ever, and and sometimes it's very relatable too. Right. Like, 
I, I have friends that go to uh, colleges and stuff and um, at their university they've become memes yeah inadvertently mm-hmm. and, and you don't know who started that yeah exactly you don't and then, but, 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 but I think that's the question is do you think people that do it should get how can they be you know how can they be recognized for it and also should they get paid for doing it they, they like even a small sum of something like oh that's a funny here's ten dollars for a meme if it's like if it, if it becomes a it, it kind of like YouTube if it has a certain amount of reposts and you see it of course you'd have to be able to to um you know track it track it to track that but I mean if they did that It'd be so hard to track it because, because there's no like solid way to, to continuously share it across platforms. Yeah. So you can retweet the tweet on Twitter. Yeah. But you can't share that onto Instagram. Yeah. You can't share that onto Facebook. Yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah. And 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 I think like, the these people that are making this stuff, I don't think they're they're making money off that. I don't think so either. They're they're making money off of book deals. Stand-up comedy. If they're actual comedians, videos. yeah, yeah. If if they are funny and they do get recognized somehow, by via that meme, maybe, maybe someone did pick them up for that meme, right? And they did get recognition far enough in that that maybe they get a YouTube channel that they they grow a little. Yeah, a channel or something. I think a lot of it does come from YouTube, but I mean, you know, it, it's it's that or I guess. Their followers getting followers is, is the equivalent to them getting being successful off of me. That is true because you know what Fo- followers is almost like a, a token these days. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. If you have like 30, 36,000 followers, mm-hmm. that that's enough tokens to cash in to like maybe Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club. So, I know you wanted to talk about it, right? Yeah. So our next ad, as money's raining down, okay, money you don't have to follow. Exactly. Okay. So you just got to kind of... Dollar Shave Club sends high-quality razors right to your door. Save money, save time, and go to dollarshaveclub.com slash Leon Hitchens to show support for our podcast, the T2D Podcast. Along with that, you get a... Uh, a I believe it's a small discount. I haven't read into it fully. But they're great razors. Do you... Do you do I do you shave? shave. I shave a little well, bit. Well, you do? Shave, really? I shave a little bit of everything. I don't, I don't see that. Oh, I shave okay. a little bit. Of, well, I'm not going to show well, you, but you, I shave. You, yeah, you can't okay. use it. I have, I've heard a lot of women actually say that they use uh, the Dollar Shave Club for shaving everything. Dollar Shave Club. So it can be used for men or women. Uh-huh. DollarShaveClub.com slash Leon Hitchens. L-E-O-N-H-I-T-C-H-E-N-S. So money rains back up. Money rains back up. Okay. Dollar Shave Club. Right to your door. Dollar Shave Club. So we were talking about Come memes. get your hair cut at the Dollar Shave Club. DollarShaveClub.com. Leon Hitchens. So Dollar Shave Club was an actual meme, though. Remember that? Was it? Yeah. You don't remember the original video? No. The original video was like this guy like talking about Dollar Shave Club and there was a guy dressed up in a bear suit and he walked through like a door and shoe paper I don't remember it was a meme yes Dollar Shave Club actually started as a meme started as a meme it got 12,000 uh, signups in the first like day jeez and it was a small startup and I believe that the raises were one dollar wow way back when it was like what 
maybe four years ago now. Yeah. And now they're up to like two tiers and three tiers where you get $6 and $10 razors a month, a month. Oh, wow. You get four razors. You can, if you don't shave every day, that's more than enough. That's more than enough to shave. So it's kind of interesting like to see that a business is using I might shave somebody else. Dollar Shave Club. With Dollar Shave Club? Dollar one? Shave Club okay. razors. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Because I was going to say, if you're going to use that Gillette one that vibrates, that might get oh, a little that weird. That might get a little weird. So, but businesses are using memes too. Yeah, they do. They do. So, they're the ones that are actually making money off these memes though. Yeah, see, businesses make money off memes, but that's advertising. Period. But, but they're not... So, when they do that, maybe they spend $500 to do a, a quick... Ad, ad video yeah. and it becomes a no meme yeah that's a direct like investment to something that yeah. went from $500 to like $500,000 it's fishing it's a customer in yeah but but those are like these guys that are making memes on the internet could, could totally pitch their stuff to the business exactly yeah oh yeah they could be they could be the ones creating it for the businesses and that's how you get it that's what I'm saying they need to get paid some, yeah. of, these, some of these are really good but I think it's the wild west of the internet yeah like nobody knows what, what's actually going on yeah exactly like don't know where it's coming from it's just like print media is dying still yeah slowly dying yeah okay but your your internet stuff's not really it's catching up but, but print it's print media really dying it's funny that print media is dying because like it just makes me laugh because really you know we talk about, we talk about print right yeah articles papers and stuff but when you're reading online, you're still reading print. Like, if you think about it, like, I typed an article. I just didn't print it out. I just left it on a right. website. Well, it's just, it's, it's different from, uh, when I say print media, I think of, like, the car, archaic way of uh, a newspaper being yeah. delivered to your house in the morning. Old school, yeah, yeah. It's good. And, and, and me being, like, a journalist and actually actively working in the, the, the sphere of journalism stuff, Yeah. I think that it's just a consolidation of uh, companies because there was too many. Yeah. Like, you can get your local news from one site now. Right. And it's just, it's it's all in there, but you're able to filter and search it right. easier. Right. And that's kind of why. Yeah. I believe, I, I agree. It's just, it's a small it's, 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 everything, difference. Everything's moving to whatever is more convenient. Mm-hmm. Well, it's about. easier to consume on your iPad or your, mm-hmm. like, your iPad Pro. So the iPad Pro just came out today. Have you seen it? No. The iPad Pro is like um, a super-sized iPad. No, that's a, that's a Samsung 27-inch it's tablet. It's huge. It's like the size of my, my laptop screen. It's like uh, Dude, you don't need, 12 inches. You don't need that. On an iPad. Okay. On an iPad. And you get a little pencil for $100. You can buy a pencil. Wow. So, like, just, just think about it. Like, we can't talk about the iPad Pro on this one. No, we can't. Next we, week, okay. We're through the next podcast to be iPad. Next Pro. week, so so next week you're gonna have to turn it, tune in. Maybe we'll get an iPad Pro. Maybe we'll get two. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll two. even like eat one. Maybe we'll let, yeah. Or maybe. eat our burgers off the how iPad. Big, how big it can? You know, it depends how big it is. It might be a tray for some food. Yeah. So, don't forget to rate us on uh, iTunes five stars. We gave a few other topics before. This time, if you want to rate us five stars, tell us. Uh, what would you use your iPad Pro for? Would you use it to eat a, a burger off of? Maybe um, draw a little picture or 
Would you just use it like to hold your windows open? What would you use it for? Okay. Would you use it to slap it across somebody's face? Would you use it as a boogie board? Would you try to balance on it in the bathtub? Let us know what you would use it for. Okay, so we're on uh, social media, digital bounds. Okay, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, all digital, digital bounds. And we're also on YouTube, guys. That's a huge thing. Weekly recaps and a bunch of other reviews and stuff where I talk about tech and I just have a good old time. You did. So your, uh, your, your Twitter One name. One more time. My Twitter, hand, my Twitter handle is Yo-Yo Ramon underscore Instagram Yo-Yo Ramon. Snapchat Yo-Yo Ramon 2 because someone already stole Yo-Yo Ramon. And I, I highly, highly recommend uh, following uh, Ramon on Snapchat. He's got some of the funniest content I've ever seen. Like his story, your stories are what? 300 seconds sometimes. 200 seconds long. Well, now that you don't know what how long the stories are, it makes you it feel even less bad. You feel, you feel you feel like you can actually they feel bearable now. Mm-hmm. Feel so bearable. I watch them and and they're awesome, hilarious. Man. We have good times. I recommend it. And I'm on Snapchat, but I don't I don't post that much. So, but uh, definitely rate the podcast on iTunes. Digital Bounds Podcast. T two D. It's the T two D podcast. Talks to discuss Topics podcast. To discuss. And we appreciate you guys listening. And thank you. We'll see you in like two weeks. Hopefully, two weeks from now. All right, guys. See As you. always, have a wonderful day, and we wish your family the best. Have a happy Thanksgiving too. If we don't see you. <laughs>